Hey, Tyler. What's up? Have you ever been on a diet? Have I ever been on a diet? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah? Like, yeah. which diet? Like, keto? Oh, uh, well, so I've never done, or... like, I've done just the, like, I hate myself diet, you uh, know? So I just... Is that a diet? <laughs> <laughs> the self-proclaimed, <laughs> I'm just going to eat minimal food diet. What What did you eat on this minimal food diet? Well, um, I've, I've done it a, a few times, but typically it's like the, when I try to cut out the breads, cut out the sugars, and just pretty much go to bed hungry every night. Okay. Yeah. It's like soul draining, but you see results. Wow. Where'd you learn about this diet? <laughs> Where everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> they make it up themselves. <laughs> You're like, I they think say, that's bad. I'm going to not eat it. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. going to be hungry. It's like, well, I'm not eating the things I was eating, but I'm also <laughs> miserable every day. So, <laughs> Interesting. What about you? This you is not a medically professional <laughs> podcast, by the way, so please do not take our advice. Uh, you may want to check that one out, though, yeah, Tyler. You, you should Google that one. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard it's recommended by most doctors. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, what about you? <laughs> you don't know that I've ever been on like a formal yeah. diet, like a keto or any of the others. I don't know what they are. But when I was growing up, mm-hmm. my dad was really into the Slim Fast. Oh, diet. yeah. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I mean, I've seen the little like shakes and stuff. Yeah. So that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother loved those things. <laughs> <laughs> so we would drink all of his Slim Fast because <laughs> we thought they tasted good. Yeah. I think so it was you'd no longer be slim, but it would do it, but fast. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, yeah, we drank all of his slim fast. You always get mad, and uh, and that was my diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's just, how I just died. Chugging some slim fast. Yeah, <laughs> chugging a bunch of slim fast, <laughs> thinking we were healthy. So here well, we go. Well, look at you now. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Weekly Hope. So glad you are joining us and coming off of Memorial Day. Uh, had just a great weekend, and uh, Tyler Joyner got to preach for us this Sunday and did such a fantastic job as we had one of our family services. Kiddos in the room, Tyler, while you were preaching. Yeah. How was that? That was great. It was great. I awesome. love it. it was, that's what I was saying is I don't have kids yet, so like the noise from the kids is like welcome right now. Yeah. I'm not annoyed by it yet. Okay. Maybe well, one day. Yeah, you'll get there, yeah. but... That's no, awesome, great. man. Had a, good, uh, had a good weekend, a good Memorial Day. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We had just fun time with family. Went kayaking down on the Chattahoochee River. I'm still very sore from two hours of kayaking back, but oh, wow. other than that, it was great. Awesome, mm-hmm. man. What about you? Yeah. We had a good time. You guys uh, went on vacation, right? Did. First father-son trip. Yeah. I took my son. I've kind of been planning it for a couple of years now, to be honest, but I uh, just wanted to invest some time with my son and and try to once a year get away with just a little father son trip. So it's awesome. this is the very first one we ever did, but picked him up from his last day of school and then headed to the airport. We went to mm-hmm. one of my favorite cities, Washington D.C., and got some friends up there and uh, just went to have a really good time. Ended up catching three Nats games. Wow! Which Whoa! Was, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so we. Uh, <laughs> It was pretty funny. We just that's awesome. Got there and our hotel was right next to the stadium, so we ended up just like scalping some tickets. Oh, for cool. Super cheap, and uh, we're not even really Nats fans, but my son loved the Eagle, their mascot, Screech. <laughs> so we spent a lot of time roaming the stadium looking for Screech, and uh, it was a good little scavenger hunt. But went and saw some of the monuments and some museums. Went to Arlington National Cemetery, uh, which was really powerful, and got to go see one of our dear friends and supporters, Zach Randall's at Waterfront Church and see their church and their services, which was just also really encouraging. So we had a great time. Isaac loved it, and appreciate you asking. It was certainly a, a fun trip, and 
look forward to more in the future. For sure. That's awesome. I'm so glad you guys got just that time and even just be able to have a Sunday away and just getting to rest and even see one of our like supporting churches is pretty cool. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. First Sunday away and being able to entrust it to you and others and our team just yeah, to I don't know how you did that. So well. So yeah. Uh, Nerve wracking, but yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. uh, I knew it was going to be great. No, and, awesome. and it certainly was. So, mm-hmm. all right, you were in Genesis 32. Yep. And uh, man, why don't you just go ahead and give us a little bit of a recap of the, the message and the sure. passage? Yeah. So, this was kind of really just the, the tying the strings on the end of Jacob's story um, here. So, I kind of even shared a little bit of like just the recap of who he was and how a lot of his story kind of really leads up to this one um, just triumphant moment where he wrestles with God. And so from this passage, we could kind of read and see just three big things that we could take away from that one being that this wrestle that he has with God was a, was a wrestle alone. Mm-hmm. So this was um, something that he did really in a night where I think was probably the last time he would have ever wanted to wrestle, like a, a night where he was just needing a good night rest. His brother was on his way um, to meet with him that he has not seen in years. And he's heard that he's coming with an army of 400 mm-hmm. people. So like the one time and the one night where, you know, he was just wanting time to to just be able to sleep and not think about anything and prepare is the night that the Lord comes and meets him. And so talk about just this idea of the Lord meeting us in times that would selfishly be inopportune for us. Mm. Um, But that's when God wants to take a hold of us and and change really just the trajectory of our lives. Um, We talked about just the importance of um, time alone with him and what that call looks like and what prayer with him and time in the word looks like. Um, and then through that, we talked about just the moments of, of letting God humble us and, and how challenging, how difficult that is, and really getting to see in Jacob's life that, that what God does in this wrestle is he dislocates his hip. Hmm. So it's, it is not an easy, not a, not a painless thing, but this is a moment that the Lord uses to um, kind of cripple him into kind of a, a submissive state and into a place of just, just willingness to understand. And then from that, we see that Jacob um, demands God's blessing. And so we see this, this place of even at the exhaustion of dawn almost being here, meaning that they wrestled all the way through the night. By morning, Jacob is the one thing he needs and knows he needs is God's blessing. Mm. And just how powerful that is in our lives to see that even when things are difficult and whatever we're wrestling with, with God, whether that's hard questions or um, just spiritual growth ourselves, that at the other side of that wrestling really is promised to be blessing. Mm. That's good. Yeah, this reminded me of a couple things, uh, even one thing from our Bible reading plan today, but I, I do think that you know, God often shows up when we are you know, at, our, at our weakest and yeah. at our lowest. And you know, I think there's times and seasons where it's like we're, we're just having to be humbled sure. and we're having to wait. And yeah, as the Lord shows up kind of at the very last moment and probably a moment where Jacob in his own power was like, I need to be preparing. And it's just such a fascinating story mm-hmm. to see one, a theophany of like God actually appearing in the flesh and mm-hmm. showing up and then like actually wrestling yeah. with Jacob, like physically. Mm-hmm. Which would have been interesting. I wonder what that, I wonder what, like, I would have oh, loved to have been a like, bystander there. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, definitely. Is this like a Nacho Libre or is this <laughs> like a Hulk Hogan, as you said, you know, or hey, some or, of the greats? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing down. But, you know, uh, just to see like the intensity of that battle and Definitely. wrestling that we all have, and I think spiritually, like we we all have mm-hmm. some level of res- wrestling. But it, it did remind me of what Jesus even said in um, it was in Matthew twelve, uh, and he's quoting Isaiah. But he said, "A bruised reed he will not break, mm. and a smoldering wick 
he will not put out till he has brought justice through to victory. And uh, just, you know, I, I read that verse so often, I think about uh, that that smoldering wick, like the little mm. last last bit of ember yeah. um, that the Lord can fan into flame. And like it oftentimes, when we're burning hot on our own, like we have no need or no desire for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're at our, our last and lowest point, like that's when he can show up and he can he can do the work and he can get the glory. Uh, which reminded me of what even I read in our Bible reading time today. We're in 1 Corinthians and kind of coming towards the end of that. And uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 is such a such an incredible verse, but uh, the Apostle Paul just says, "Thanks be to God, who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ," mm. and mm. Uh, and just talking about that victorious life, you know, yeah. and you see yeah, that yeah. there's a huge transformation that happens here um, that had been culminating for decades in sure. Jacob's life, and uh, and it, and it really does all come to this one point where he like encounters the Lord wrestles with the Lord, and then walks away in faith, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so what what's impacted your your heart, your life from, you know, studying, reading, and then sure. preaching this passage? No, definitely. I think, um, one, just there's there really is so much imagery here when we see, um, like, just things like this, the name change that he has and how just imprinted that really is onto us as believers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's, like, something so particular about Jacob meaning cheat or meaning um, deceiver and that like at the end of this wrestling at the end of this just demanding of blessing from from God the name that he gives him means God prevails yeah. it doesn't mean Jacob prevails it doesn't mean anything like that it, I mean it, it truly means that like at, like God has prevailed and won your soul and that's just like man how amazing is that that like as Christians like that's the identity God has given us is like I can walk every day no matter how hard it is from here on out, knowing God has prevailed. Yeah. And so like for Jacob, like you just have this image of him walking to his brother and like mm. bowing to him with his hip dislocated, just battered and bruised, like completely spent and exhausted. Um, just like giving what all he had left just to his brother to reconcile it, you know, and yeah. seeing that like, man, that, that really took him knowing that like God prevails no matter what. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just think it's such a, such a powerful image we get to look at and see. Yeah. I think you see this picture in, at this point in Jacob's life where it's like a broken man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, and like a lot of times God has to break us down. Sure. To then be able to restore us and build us back mm-hmm. up. And I mean, I think as you said, just from his name and this deceiver and this deception, these lies that he's lived his whole life and really his identity being wrapped up in that. You know, like God had to kind of break that down, had to break him down physically, mm-hmm. had to break him down spiritually sure, to then be able to like use him. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think we all have to come to that point in Definitely. our life. Um, we have to recognize our sin. We have to recognize our need for a savior. Mm-hmm. We have to recognize that we can't do it in our own strength yeah. and then like surrender to the Lord mm-hmm. and then let him take it from there yeah you know which is what god does and i find it so fascinating that as you get to esau which we won't really have time to cover sure like esau shows this great level of like grace and mercy and restoration that Uh he wasn't you know jacob wasn't even necessarily expecting sure no it says he ran to him you know (laughs) like which like 
to go from a couple days before hearing coming with an army of 400 to running to him as a brotherly embrace is like such a change. Yeah. And so just to even know and like, we don't get some of that story, but to just assume God is working in Esau's heart as well on the other side of this is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. Cause you yeah. just picture like the opposite of what would have happened if God hadn't met him in this night was like Jacob was trying to be as strong as he could be, you know, yeah. and He's as preparing like his family. Yeah, for completely. Yeah. And so to go from that to broken and bowing is like, man, like what a work that God did within even just one night. Yeah, I think you're right. And just a good reminder, too, from the practical standpoint of like family restoration is possible. Mm. And it generally takes one person who's like willing to forgive. Sure. And, um, you know, maybe somebody just needs to hear that Mm. of like maybe you've been wrong. And Esau in many ways really was wrong. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but he, he kind of rose above that and came and wanted, wanted mm-hmm. the, the relationship with his family restored yeah. m- more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was, it's just kind of a, a little bit of a neat takeaway. From, oh, definitely. From uh, this story. And to see that like what we get like previous to the, the wrestling is that like Joseph or Jacob gives like the biggest gift he could possibly like yeah. muster up yeah. himself. Everything he has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it like is, a lot. It is, yeah. It really is. There is no shortage of, like, even just reading it, it is yeah. like a laundry list of things that he gives yeah. over. Camels and donkeys and, so, and sheep oh, yeah. and goats uh-huh. and ooze. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know I didn't know what an ooze was, yeah, which yeah. I guess I female, female sheep. I'm pretty sure it's a U. U- okay. E-W-E. Well, yeah. YouTube told me ooze. So. <laughs> oh, man. <I> don't <laughs> Did one of those, you know, how to pronounce no. ooze. And it's ooze. <laughs> 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 then you rewind back and he goes, ooh. <laughs> So that's what I went with. <laughs> I always thought it was you. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. There's there's a lot of funky words. Peniel. Yeah. Ewee. 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 Well, we learned about that. So he <laughs> gave those away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. Man, I thought you did a great job, and I thought uh, it was just a really good Sunday for Hope Church, and I'm glad, glad to be back and excited to be back this coming Sunday as we start to land into the life of Joseph. Yep. And see these kind of fast these past few chapters of uh, of Genesis that really transitioned into Joseph life and preparing for Egypt. And so I think as we conclude the series, it'll be be fun to cover those things. So um, a few announcements that we have just sure. to wrap up here. Uh, a couple things we'll have this Sunday our um, our summer kickoff, our family summer kickoff. So it should be a great time after service. We're going to be. Uh, having lunch uh, provided, we'll have inflatables, have some ice cream and uh, popsicles and things, and so just a great opportunity to stick around after service. You don't need to RSVP, you don't need to do anything else other than just come and hang out with us and enjoy some food and enjoy some fellowship after service. Um, and so that's the the big thing that we have coming up. And then here, just in a couple of Sundays, we're going to have our next um, Explore class, which is a great way to get to know more about Hope Church and figure out how you can get plugged in. So that'll be before service, 8.30 a.m. And you can RSVP for that on our website at hopechurchjc.com slash events. So can't wait to uh, see y'all this Sunday, and I hope you have an awesome week.